The Giants in Washington played a wild and surprisingly fun one on Thursday night. Plus, we've got start and sit calls on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dan Schneier. And uh, let's get to the Thursday night football game between the Giants and Washington first. Why don't you give me one big takeaway from the Giants side in this one? I think the big takeaway from the Giants side is that Daniel Jones may have some fantasy relevance this season just because of how often he's running, how often they're calling zone read runs with him. And he's got, like he showed it last year, he's got more athleticism in the run game than people realize. And if they're going to, they have to make this a part of their offense because their offense doesn't have much else to it. And so he's going to have fantasy relevancy just through that run game alone. Like you said, Daniel Jones, he does have, what what you notice when you watch him is he does have pretty good straight line speed. He's not necessarily like the shiftiest uh, guy. He can't really create a ton on his own. But when he gets those read option plays like you saw today, if he gets going, he can actually get downfield. I mean, he had the, the rushing touchdown called back on a holding penalty and in the passing game, I thought he looked better than he usually does. He had that, you know, should have been a touchdown. I think it was a little bit overthrown. Darius Slayton got his hands on it, but he couldn't quite bring it in. So left some points on the field, but could have had a very good fantasy day. And uh, all right, let's move on to the Washington side. What did you see from Washington uh, for this one? Biggest takeaway for me was Antonio Gibson's snap share, Antonio Gibson's yeah. usage. We're getting what we want out of him. It's less McKissick, even though McKissick did make the play of the game with that wheel route. But for fantasy purposes, this is what we wanted to see from Gibson. Yeah, the one thing that I will note is in those late game, late half and late game situations, it was McKissick out there. And that's that's something that, you know, when I've been harping on his third down role in the preseason and in game one, those are the situations where Antonio Gibson does lose uh, some value if he's coming off an obvious passing situation. McKissick got the touchdown, got a, a you know a long pass in a late game situation or a late first half situation as well. So that's the one thing to keep an eye on there. But all in all, they are using him like a workhorse back, at least in the rushing game. Let's move on to some of the start sit calls, the you know tougher ones from the NFC teams uh, heading into Week Two. Let's start off with a big one. I think I know what you're going to say, but start or sit Elijah Mitchell in week two. Start, start, start. I'm curious if you thought I would say uh, sit here. I'm still starting him. I think that even though Kyle Shannon definitely hinted that Trey Sermon will have a role this week, I still think yeah. Elijah Mitchell will get the chance to be the hot hand. Yeah, I'm, I lean more towards him as a low-end RB2 uh, rather than like Raheem Mostert, who we viewed as a you know high-end number two last week especially. But yeah, I... I think you probably have to start him, especially if you just drop 70% of your fab on him. Um, (laughs) Starter sit, Saints wide receiver Marquez Calloway. I'm going to sit him, and I'm going to give Dave credit for this because, listen, he, me and him went over some tape this week, and we watched that Saints game on film on All-22, and and he wasn't creating separation. And, yeah, he made it work in the preseason against preseason corners and preseason play. But if he wasn't creating separation that week, the Carolina defense is a lot more impressive than people think. I like Carolina plus three and a half to throw a little gambling spin on this. And I think Carolina defense is coming to its own right now. Yeah, the one, the one thing I'll say is he was clearly the number one wide receiver there, even though he didn't get a lot of targets. It was only 21 snaps. So it's hard to take too much out of that. But, you know, I, I think that's reasonable. He certainly hasn't earned the benefit of the doubt yet after a game like that. So I agree with you. Sit him. Then start sit any Tampa Bay running back. We've got Ronald Jones expected to start this week after getting frozen out. Can you trust anyone there? I'm on set. I'm on set. I mean, if you're desperate, you can throw one in, but you can't trust these these Tampa backs. I mean, even after even saying Atlanta? that Ronald Jones, 
even if they're saying Ronald Jones was the starter, uh, Bruce Arians came out and was like, oh, no one's really the starter. And in more words than none, he basically said that. So, I mean, you could throw him out as a dart play, but this is not in week two. I don't think you need to be this desperate. Yeah, I, I pretty much agree with all that. I wasn't really looking forward to drafting any of those guys anyway. So hopefully I won't have that situation uh, in too many spots. That's going to do it for fantasy football today in five. If you like the show, listen to the full FFT on the full podcast with Dave, Adam, Jamie tomorrow morning. They'll be going over more start sick calls for the NFC games. If you like today's show, uh, leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple, anywhere else you get your podcast. We'll be back on Sunday with a couple of start sick calls from Sunday morning. We'll see you next time.